Welcome back to One Visit Away with your host, Kevin Fitzpatrick. This show focuses on true stories of philanthropy in order to understand what it takes to succeed in major gift fundraising. Listen to these stories and you'll realize you're just one visit away from a transformational experience for your benefactors and your organization. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the One Visit Away podcast. This episode is uh, titled Stop Treating Your Donors to Lunch. And I I talk about this quite a bit, um, and I mention it in passing, and a lot of people ask me questions about it or disagree with me. And so I just want to give you my perspective here. Um, and let me be clear, I'm not saying you shouldn't go to lunch with your donors. Of course, that's absurd. What I'm saying is you shouldn't reach out to your donors offering to treat them to lunch as the incentive for them to go visit with you. Let me, I'll, I'll give you a few reasons for this. And I'll start with why I used to do this. I used to do this all the time when I was uh, getting started in my career in major gifts. And let me give you my logic behind why I would do it. So I'm in Dallas in an office by myself with no one above me in the organization doing major gifts. And so I've got to figure this out on my own. <clears throat> no one trained me how to schedule visits. Um, and so I didn't know how to do it. And I think some people just probably told me like, oh, like treat them to lunch. I was like, okay. And so I would, <laughs> I would reach out to donors and I would offer to treat them to lunch. And uh, it wasn't that effective. And eventually I stopped doing it. And these, these are the reasons why. I find the reason I would treat people out to lunch or offer to do it is because I wasn't comfortable simply reaching out to schedule a visit regarding our organization. I didn't have uh, the confidence to just directly do what I you know, did for years after, which was just tell somebody, if it's someone in the database who I'd never visited with before, I would just reach out and say, good morning, Bob, Kevin Fitzpatrick with Acme Nonprofit. The reason I'm reaching out to you today specifically is to schedule a visit regarding our organization. How does next Tuesday at 10 a.m. look for you? I didn't know to do that. I didn't have the confidence to do that. And so I would have kind of weak statements like, hey, like I'd love to treat you to lunch sometime. And here's why it's ineffective. There's several things. One, it just gets the purpose of of the visit wrong. And let me clarify before we go on. I'm here. I'm specifically, specifically talking about people in your database that you've never visited with before. If it's someone, you know, extremely well, and you happen to know they love having the organization buy them lunch, which I doubt they actually do. I think it's an incredibly small number of people who think that, but I'll, I'll get to that point in a minute. Then sure. If you know that that person likes that, sure, do it. But most people don't. And so I'm talking in this context when I'm saying don't treat your donors to lunch. I'm specifically talking about new pe like people in your database who you've never visited with who are the most difficult people to get visits with the majority of the time. And it's what most of us struggle to accomplish. And so for that type of person, and again, if you're working in major gifts, imagine the person you're trying to visit with earns a million dollars a year. Well, I did this math the other day. It's around $3,000 a day that this person earns. So if somebody makes $3,000 a day, is the offer of a free $20 salad really a compelling reason to go do something? It's not. 
people that make that kind of money do not care who buys lunch. It just doesn't affect them in any way. They swipe the card. It's more of a hassle just, you know, figuring out who's going <laughs> to pull their wallet out than who's going to have 30 bucks taken out of their their checking account. Um, it just it just doesn't matter to most people that that earn that kind of money. And so it's not a compelling reason to say yes to the visit. The other reason is and and I had this happen several times early in my career is, you know, the check would come and I would go and reach for it and the donor would be like, wait, why are you going to pay for it? It's, it's, it's my, like I'm giving to the organization and then you're just going to turn around and use the money to buy lunch. Just let me do it. Like donors don't, they don't like this almost, almost all of them. I've had, I've had quite a few donors specifically tell me, I do not like it when organizations pay for my meals. It's just silly. I've, I can only recount one instance in over a thousand visits I've been on where the donor specifically wanted me to pay. And it was a, this was a, an old school dude in his eighties and we had, we were at Cracker Barrel and uh, <laughs> we had breakfast at Cracker Barrel, and he paid for that. Then we left the restaurant, sat in his Lexus in the parking lot uh, so that he could, uh, he had a meeting he needed to attend. And then we went, <laughs> and then after the like hour long meeting, we went back into Cracker Barrel because he was like, hey, you want to get some pie? And I was like, heck yeah. And so, and now keep in mind, this is a guy who's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. And we go back into Cracker Barrel and um, we get we get apple pie with vanilla ice cream and we each get a Coke. And he wanted me to pay for that. I think it was just a, uh, you know, something about uh, his values. He thought it was important that I had some skin in the game. And when that happened, when he wanted me to pay, I always carry cash with me. And so when he wanted me to pay, you know, I put a $20 bill like, you know, at the, I think you have to go up to the register there, but I paid in cash and I didn't keep the receipt because I wanted him to know Kevin Fitzpatrick is actually paying for this. And so that's the other thing I really don't like about it is <laughs> I, one thing that drives me crazy is when people talk about their organization as if it's their money. So like, for example, you know, let me treat you to lunch. You're not treating them to lunch if the organization is paying for it. They're paying for it because they're the donor and it's their their money that they're giving. So I just don't I don't like the terminology of let me treat you to lunch. If you're going to treat somebody to lunch, pay for it yourself. Um, if it's really that significant, that's what I have done. And that's what I would recommend people do. Or I change your language to, oh, let me have our organization treat you to lunch. Uh, you know, it reminds me of uh, <laughs> someone I used to work for years ago who would say things like, who would say things like, oh, I'll, I'll buy your flight to, to go on some trip. And I thought, like, because this was like a personal thing. And when he said, I'll buy your flight, I was like, wow, that's so generous of him to, you know, out of his own pocket, do that. But he just meant, oh, I'll <clears throat> swipe the company credit card. And I was like, what the, like, <laughs> you don't own this thing. It's not your money. Like, what? Um, and so I just really don't like that concept of treating the organization's money as if it's some like favor we're doing for the donor out of our own pocket and then yeah and, and then the last thing is that 
it's just not compelling. It, it comes back to the, you know, kind of purpose of the visit. But it's like, if you're earning a million dollars a year, free lunch is not a compelling reason to go spend an hour or two doing something. If we reach out to schedule a visit regarding the organization and about that donor's relationship with the organization, now that's a compelling reason for someone who cares about your mission and your organization. And so I would just really lean into the visit and the relationship and the person and the organization and the vision. Like that's what gets people excited to go on a visit. The other thing I'll say is, um, generally speaking, I don't even like to, you know, and again, if it's someone you know really well and you know, hey, they like breakfast meetings, they like lunch meetings, uh, there's a particular uh, coffee shop they like to go to at 10 a.m. on Tuesdays, whatever it is, sure, like suggest that thing because that can be helpful. But I don't even recommend where we're going to meet or what the activity is. I just tell people a time and then I let them determine Hey, where? so like, I'll say, you know, how does next Tuesday at noon look for you? Happy to meet at your office or wherever is most convenient for you. And I leave it up to them. I say noon, but I give them the freedom to say, yeah, let's meet at my office. Let's go to lunch. Let's whatever. I don't, I don't want to impose what I think is the best location to have this conversation. I want to leave it up to them so that they can make it super convenient for themselves and then we can just do whatever they want to do. The The couple of times I've tried to force, like, uh, and the other thing I'd say is uh, a lot of times I used to do this, I thought like meal times were the only times you could go visit with donors. And it and I think there's a great value. There's a great value in all types of visits. You know, going to lunch with somebody, going to coffee, uh, going to play golf, going to some sort of sporting event, going to someone's office, meeting in someone's home. They're all different environments. Um, going with their spouse, with their friends, in all of these different things give you different insights into that particular donor um, and different environments where they can share different things uh, and you can just learn a lot more about them. So I'm not saying you should you know, only do one over the other, but I thought that meals were the only times you could meet with donors. And it turns out a lot of times when you don't suggest, hey, how about we go to lunch? They'll just tell you, yeah, come by my office, come by my house, I'll be there. And meetings in someone's office or in someone's home, uh, a much more private setting can set the stage for people being a lot more comfortable and sharing details. Also, if you are going to ask somebody for a gift, it's a lot easier to ask somebody for a gift uh, in their home or at their office where the check isn't going to be delivered in the middle of, you know, Bob and Sue, I'd like you to consider a gift of one, huh? Uh, here's your check, sir. And then, it, uh, oh, oh, who, who pays for it? And then you just have this super awkward situation. So all types of visits have value. I'm just bringing this up to say you don't, if you were uh, ignorant like I was, you don't have to have all your visits over meals. Um, so yeah, those are my thoughts on treating people to lunch. I really don't think it's a compelling offer. I mean, just speaking from my position today, now as a business owner and someone who gives, like it's just not compelling to me. Like if someone offers to treat me to lunch, 
my you know most valuable asset is my time and it doesn't matter to me that i'm going to get a 20 dollar meal for free like i just um and i think uh most of your donors are in the same boat and so when someone reaches out to me and i mean i get I get dozens of people reaching out to me every week who want input on a project, who want to learn about fundraising, who are starting a nonprofit, who are trying to transition careers. And I almost always say no to those things just because I don't have time. But the things that do get my attention, like someone today I'm having a phone call with right after I finish recording this podcast, he sent me a message on LinkedIn Um, And he was very vulnerable about some of the stuff he's going through in his career and wanted to know if my course would help him out. And so I'm talking to him not to sell him my course. I don't care about that at all. I'm talking to him because I want to help this guy. I want to have a phone call and see if I can, you know, I've, I've been blessed to have just, you know, incredible career opportunities and great joy in my work. And so when somebody, when somebody reaches out to me and they're vulnerable and they want help in a specific way, that's what gets my attention and says, I want to help out. And so the same thing is true with your donors. Like, man, people that get tons of requests to go visit with them, it's not a free lunch that motivates them. It's what, what is it about this mission? What is it about the vision of the organization? Who are they helping? How can I be a part of that? Does this gift officer seem like they're genuinely interested in me or do they just want my money right away? Those are the things your donors are asking. They're not wondering who's going to take me to the best restaurant. So those are my thoughts on the subject. Um, I'd be curious, you know, several of you uh, disagreed with with my point here and uh, on a LinkedIn post I made, and I'm open to certainly. There's other perspectives out there, and uh, check out my course, Major Gift Millions. Uh, you can check it out at onevisitaway.com/millions. That's uh, really been taking off lately, getting a lot of interest there, and people enrolling in the course. So, if you want to learn more, uh, send me a message. Go to that website and um, go get some visits scheduled. As always, I hope this episode has inspired you to schedule more visits. After all, you're just one visit away from a transformational experience for your benefactors and your organization.